Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, so there's a lot going on, man. A lot going on. It's crazy. Also, before I get started, if you haven't got my book yet, go get it. Um, it's called The Coming Past, Present, Future. I also got another book coming out, by the way. Look out for that. It's a tech book. A book on tech. Technology. Um... So, so much going on. Um, so I know everybody heard about the, what is it called? The Meta Gala? Is that how you said? Um, I think that's how you said Meta Gala. Or is it Gala? Uh, oh, it's Gala, I think. Anyway, it's like a little um event they have, and like to even get in, right? You gotta um. Can they say it's thirty thousand? I haven't looked this up. This is something I heard, but it says like thirty thousand to get in. But AOC was there, and she had on this like white dress, but it had a message on there, and it said "Tax the Rich." And she was actually catching it from both sides, like the criti- criticism um, on the right. They was talk. I forgot what they were saying on the right, but on the left, it was talking about. What is she doing hanging with them rich people, right? Like, I'm talking about the far left. So, like, AOC was hanging with the people that supposed to get taxed, I guess you could say. Um, but it supposed to have been just to kind of deliver the message. And it was like a white dress with red on it. I overheard some people talking about it looked like um, one of the, like, it's the capital from the Hunger Games. That's what they were saying. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, right? Um, Because a lot of people believe we're getting ready to enter, like, a phase or we're about to go into, like, a Hunger Games type of thing. But 
Anyway, I think that's a little bit over the top, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so it looked kind of looked like blood on a white dress, what she was wearing, and a lot of people didn't like the fact that she was there. Um, I heard people calling her a poser. Um, I heard people saying she wasn't really a progressive. She was faking it, you know. Um, I heard Met, the Met uh, Gala is a tax loophole for the rich. I heard all type of things, right? So, yeah, man. Just interesting. Um, what else has been happening? Um, I've actually heard that she didn't actually pay for her ticket, but who knows? <laughs> she was there. At least she had a, um, a black designer, but the black designer was actually an immigrant. And you know how that goes right now. And like. That reminds me the uh the Haitian thing. There's a Haitian thing going on where there's picture going around where the I think I guess that's ice. I don't know, but it's like some dudes on a horse, but they got like whips and it looked like they was like trying to round up the Haitians. It looked it like a throwback, like back in the day how they did in slavery. Um. I mean, that's just kind of how it looked. So it's bad optics, really. Just extremely bad optics. Um, and everybody was talking about that. But at the same time, a lot of blacks actually, indigenous blacks, I would say, um, they kind of don't care as much because a lot of the immigrants, the black immigrants, are actually... When they come over here, a lot of them are actually supporting white supremacy. And I'm not saying all immigrants are doing that. That's just something that a lot of people are saying. And I have seen a lot of immigrants support white supremacy. Um, you could think of Candace Owens, right? She's a black immigrant. And from my understanding, a lot of black um, indigenous people uh, actually supported her when... She uh she it was some type of lawsuit she did because of racism basically, and she won. Um, she got a a bag as the uh, as us young people say. Um, so yeah, but like a lot of indigenous blacks realizing that a lot of black immigrants are coming over here to support white supremacy and not uh, the indigenous black people. And a lot of people are saying that um, Pan-Africanism is dead. That is a thing that people are saying now. Like, Pan-Africanism is dead. So, there's some things to keep in mind. Um, some things that are happening in the news. But, yeah, man, so, that is what's going on. All right, so what's next on the list? What is next? What is next? Um, I 
Let me see. I just talked about the Haitians getting rounded up. Uh, the conservatives are still mad and they're fighting this um what do they call it I forgot the name that they call it uh it's in schools right I can't even think of the name of it right now but They're mad about this new policy, right? Where they basically trying to teach the truth. And their conservatives are pissed off that the school system is actually trying to teach about racism. And the conservatives, they call it, uh, I forgot the name that they call it, man. It has slipped my mind. But they're pissed off. Um, they've been protesting in a lot of these different towns and I guess they call it they calling this um, they're fighting back I guess you could say but um, it's kind of weird to me right because you don't want the truth to be told because it might hurt your kids I guess that's what they're trying to say um yeah so like they don't want their kids to know the truth about how a lot of them act I guess you could say or and some of the things that they have done uh oh alarm just went off but yeah man so it's real strange um so yeah <clears throat> oh um let me see in Afghanistan I know everybody heard about the um basically it was bad optics again um in Afghanistan in a way that um, basically our troops uh, came out of Afghanistan and there were some Americans left behind us from what everybody is saying and a lot of people are kind of PO'd about that and there's a lot of Afghanistans coming over here though and so I'm sure there's probably one or two, you know, a few Afghanistans that are coming over here that probably don't like the U.S. that much. And so that's what something that conservatives are trying to insinuate, calling them terrorists, as if we're going to forget that white supremacists are terrorists also, right? So, I mean, it wasn't the Afghanistans that attacked the capital, you could say. So, calling Afghanistan terrorists, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not going to matter that much considering that the people that are saying it were actually in support of the attack on the Capitol. 
<clears throat> so, yeah. Anyway, what else do I need to discuss? Oh, shout out to um Tariq got the new uh museum. So uh or oh, he's building a museum, getting ready to build it. <clears throat> so shout out to him on that. Um what else we got? Let's see here. Jeff Bezos pledges to spend one billion on land and ocean conservation. <clears throat> and right now he's the wealthiest person on earth. And it looked like he was battling um Elon Musk and the the guy that owns Louis Vuitton <clears throat> on being the richest person on earth. But it looked like he has regained his title. He plans to spend $1 billion on land and ocean conservation over the next decade. He announced Monday part of a commitment last year to spend $10 billion on climate change, the Bezos Earth Fund. Founded in 2020, will spend $1 billion to create, expand, manage, and monitor protected and conserved areas. The initiative said in a statement, the fund plans to spend on areas that are important for biodiversity and carbon stocks, and mentioned the uh, Andes in South America, the Congo Basin, and the Pacific Ocean, but the organization didn't single out any particular targets for donations. This conservation push is part of a 30 times 30, a bid to protect 30% of Earth's land and oceans. By the end of the decade, the fund said, uh-huh. Well, he definitely has the money to do that. Moving on. Um, what else we got? The stock market had dropped for a man, but then it bounced back. Had something to do with uh their real estate in China. So yeah, China's been a little rocky lately. Um <clears throat> Because the government's been cracking down on a lot of stuff over there, so. Yeah. <clears throat> um, What else we got? Uh, There's a push to get people vaccinated. There's still a lot of people that won't get vaccinated. I've even seen athletes talk about it now. Oh, Nicki Minaj talked about it out of nowhere. Um... So, yeah. She she said something that basically got her attacked by a lot of a lot of the mainstream media basically. <clears throat> so, I'm not really going to get into that, but yeah. Um Let me see. Music streaming subscriptions surpassed 80 million amid screaming boom. The RIAA reports. This is something I found in Forbes. Um, 
So it says, with a spike in revenue from CD and vinyl sales, which took a hit in 2020 from forced retail closures due to the pandemic and a surge in streaming, which has become the main revenue source for artists and record labels amid the coronavirus pandemic, Industry Trade Group, the Record Industry Association of America, <clears throat> reported music retail revenues in the U.S. grew 27% in the first half of 2021 to 7.1 billion up from 5.6 billion last year. Majority of music revenue over the past year came from streaming 84% followed by physical CD and vinyl sales at 10%, digital downloads 5% and music copyright licenses 2%. Pay subscriptions to platforms like Spotify and Apple Music which pay music right holders a percentage based off the number of streams led revenue growth comprising nearly two-thirds of total revenue 4.6 billion with more than 80 million paid subscriptions recorded for the first time in other words spotify is making bank (laughs) um which is cool um so yeah uh let me see what else we got Oh, something that actually, um, so I was thinking about doing this, but apparently people are already doing it. Um, Jim Simmons has actually, um, and this is a, uh, investor. He actually owns a, a hedge fund and basically he's using artificial intelligence, right? To invest. And he's been doing better than the market um yeah so it's pretty awesome man um just all the things that we're doing with technology is going to be so incredible um is incredible and it's going to be incredible um so yeah man that's what's up i'm a big technologist if you didn't know but uh yeah so what else haven't I talked about that we need to discuss? Um, let's see. A new generation of finance gurus with massive social media followings are guided are guiding social uh, stock market newbies, tapping into young people's innate distrust of the financial establishment. Rose Hine, I might have said that wrong, Han, Rose Han, a 32-year-old with a finance degree. Rose Han, a 32-year-old with a finance degree from New York City. She quit her job as a currency trader at HSBC five years ago and started making YouTube videos about options trading, fund investing, and personal financial accounts. She now has half a million YouTube subscribers and more than 57,000 followers on her Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So that's just something I just found in Wall Street Journal. 
Um, so yeah, man, that is what is up. Uh, what else do we have? The <clears throat> the top U.S. diplomat in Haiti resigns amid inhumane treatment of migrants. Okay. Uh, there's... Basically, a volcano erupted, if you haven't heard. Um, and this is in uh, La Palma. La Palma. <laughs> Sorry if I uh, said that incorrectly. The lava continues to pour from an erupting volcano on the island of La Palma. I think that's how you say it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's a Spanish island. Hold on, let me see. A volcano, this man says. It's the first eruption on La Palma in 50 years, but so far, evacuations are saving lives, and officials say there have been no injuries or fatalities on the island. Unstoppable lava swallowing the Spanish island of La Palma. The volcano's so massive, it could last for months. Spewing clouds of ash and smoke and molten lava into the air, now racing down towards villages, towards the sea. A drone overhead catching the moment a river of lava crashes into a swimming pool. Everything above the house black and destroyed. It is like a science fiction film. More than 6,000 people have been evacuated, including tourists. More than 180 homes have been lost. We feel powerless. We can't do anything against a volcano, this man says. It's the first eruption on La Palma in 50 years, but so far, evacuations are saving lives, and officials say there have been no injuries or fatalities on the island. Unstoppable lava swallowing the Spanish island of La Palma. The volcano's so massive, it could last for months. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so like... They talking about it can last for months. That is crazy. That does sound like a movie. But, uh, yeah. Alright, so there's more about Governor DeSantis. He has long been at the forefront of the Republican Party's COVID-19 denialism, opposing mask mandates and social distancing, and condoning the spread of vaccine misinformation. All while boasting about it on Fox News as a victory for freedom. He's now breaking frightening new ground by appointing a Surgeon General who has likely uh, liking vaccination efforts to a misguided religion and believes the dangers of COVID are widely exaggerated. DeSantis' appointment of Joseph Ledepo 
is troubling on two levels. It means the state's top public health official will be disseminating health advice out of line with leading public health guidance across the country and downplaying the state's extraordinary COVID crisis. It will also give more expert uh, help to DeSantis extreme policy choices as he continuously denies the dangers of COVID in his state despite jaw-dropping hospitalization rates and casualties in recent months. So this is from NSNBC. And basically, the DeSantis is going against what uh, is like the the story that everybody else is going with, right? He's going against all of that. Um, DeSantis' new Surgeon General has elite institution affiliations. He received his medical degree from Harvard University and was most recently a researcher at the University of California, Los Angeles. But it appears UCLA website has recently scrubbed his profile. (laughs) And according to an archived version of it, his research specialities were cardiovascular health and the cost effectiveness of diagnostic technologies, which is to say he doesn't appear to be an expert in the science he routinely contests. In a foreboding moment, Ladapo said Florida will completely reject fear. While it is a common and sensible practice for government officials to call for calm in moments of crisis, the problem is that Ladapo's track record suggests he thinks people are overreacting to a problem that his state, in fact, is underreacting to. DeSantis seems to be taking Florida even further down a path of COVID chaos. One hopes other Republican governors don't try to follow his lead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't talked about Texas. Texas has actually gotten abortion. It's basically outlawed after, I think it was six weeks. I mean, let me look that up to make sure. But basically, the Supreme Court didn't take up the case. And it seems to be outlawed after so much time. Yeah, so this bans it after six weeks. Um, <clears throat> so to the ladies that think they're going to be out here just having sex all willy-nilly. <laughs> Where did I get that term from? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, in Texas, you're not going to be able to get that abortion. So you're going to have to do some traveling but what a lot of people are afraid of is that other southern states will take this up um, or use the same law that Texas used. And then we will have in a lot of states where women can't get abortions. So it's sort of like a slick way that they did it. But 
is actually has worked. And then the Supreme Court is actually full of them, but conservatives. Um, I think it's 6-3, if I ain't mistaken. So it's six conservatives and three liberals. I have to look that up um, to clarify, but I think that's what it is. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that's crazy. Um, so, I don't know what a lot of women are going to do, especially in Texas. In Texas, man. And they usually, from my understanding, it takes longer than six weeks for women to actually know that they're pregnant. Hold on, let me uh, read this article I just found, right? Legislation banning on abortions after about six weeks is now the law of the land in Texas, effectively ending Roe versus Wade protections in the state. They did it on the slide, though, because nobody really paid attention to it, right? Or nobody called it early. Well, not a lot of people, I don't think. But anyway, in a move that surprised some high court watchers, the U.S. Supreme Court didn't act on an emergency request to stop the law from taking effect by midnight Tuesday. It allowed the policy to go ahead despite court challenges. So the real question is, what is the Biden, the President Biden administration going to do? Or has he already did something? Hold on, let me see. I I haven't heard anything. Uh, let me check real quick. So, looks like Biden is calling on the U.S. Supreme Court to protect abortion rights. That was like two days ago. Looks like Biden administration might sue the Texas, sue Texas over abortion law. Uh huh. So look like it's still the law of their land in Texas. <laughs> um, let me see. On Wednesday, President Biden called the law extreme and said it blatantly violates the constitutional right to abortion, adding that his administration will protect and defend the, that right. The Texas law passed in May bans all abortions in the state after about six weeks of pregnancy well before any woman even know that they are pregnant. The policy conflicts with the Supreme Court presidents, which prohibits states from banning abortion before futile viability, usually between 22 and 24 weeks of pregnancy. Texas' new law is one of the most strict abortion bans in the nation, and it also allows private citizens to sue abortion providers and anyone else who can who helps a woman obtain an abortion, including those who give a woman a ride to a clinic or provide financial assistance in obtaining an abortion. <laughs> Private citizens who bring these suits don't need to show any connection to those they are suing. 
if they prevail, the law entitles them to a minimum of 10000 in damages plus attorney fees. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. So... Man, that's pretty tough for the women out there, man. To the women that like to, you know, have a little fun. Y'all, y'all basically are going to be on lockdown. Um, or you got to have that baby. Um, and I guess it's this, this is the Republicans' way of saying we need more kids out there. <laughs> you know, um, there's something... Well, I'm not even going to go into that, what a lot of people are saying. Because um, I've actually heard them talk about it on Fox News before, too. But I'm not going to go there. Not today. <clears throat> but the Republicans want women to have kids, basically. And they have changed the law in their state to do it. And some people, a lot of people, are saying that it goes against the Constitution but the Supreme Court refuses to take it up so far. And this is what happens when you have conservative judges. So why hasn't President Biden done more? Maybe he doesn't want to use up his political capital yet. Or does he even have political capital right now? Um, Anyway, I've been on here a little while, and I have some stuff I got to get done, so I'm going to talk to y'all real soon on the next episode. Peace.